0: Back and relax. You're listening to episode 226 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Iskowitz, founder of Ezra Group Consulting. And as always, this podcast features interviews, news, and analysis all around the trends and best practices in wealth management technology. Now, my guest for this episode is Aaron Wormus, CTO of SmartX Advisors. Now, Aaron has been with SmartX for seven years. And before that, he worked for 13 years at the precursor firm to SmartX, which was called uh, Hedgecovest. They built technology to enable investors to mirror the portfolios of specific hedge funds in real time, which helped them uh, when they converted to SmartX uh, to build out their own technology there as well. One interesting thing about Aaron, which I just realized uh, when I was doing some research on him, he has an interesting LinkedIn URL. Uh, Now, if you ever... Most times you have to use your LinkedIn URL URL that I've found is logging into conferences and or some sort of or some types of those types of things where they want you to know uh, your social media links and connections. And so mine is LinkedIn forward slash IN forward slash Craig Iskowitz. Right, pretty simple. Uh but uh, that's because I, I signed up for LinkedIn very early. People who signed up later, their LinkedIns aren't there just their names be might be dashes or other numbers uh, mixed in aaron's is linkedin.com forward slash i n forward slash aaron a-a-r-o-n that's it just aaron cool dude i don't know how you got that i wish i'd seen it before i would have asked you about it anyway uh but i digress so uh we spoke about a a wide range of topics uh, about the managed account platform uh, which we've done a lot of research on followed up on some of our clients are using smartx um, how they refer to themselves as a fintech rather than a TAMP, um, and some of their key integrations, AWS, uh, Morningstar, and others. But before we get started on that, let's talk about tech stacks. Now, as a group, we've seen tech stacks of hundreds of RIAs. And let me tell you, most of them are loaded down with tech debt. So you shouldn't feel too bad about yours. But let's face it, tech debt is like a giant anchor holding back your business growth. If you want to free your firm for exponential growth, you should run, not walk, to our website, EzraGroup.com, and fill out the Contact Us form. Our experienced team can evaluate your current tech ecosystem, deliver targeted recommendations, optimize your existing systems, and operations, or run an RFP and help you implement new software to take your firm to the next level. You can take advantage of our free consultation offer by going to EzraGroup.com. Housekeeping items that we always do before the interview. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Check out investinothers.org. That's the Invest in Others Charitable Foundation. They do a lot of good work in our industry, raising money to donate to charities that are uh, either run by or helped by financial advisors. I'm excited to introduce my next guest on the program. It is Aaron Wormus, CTO of SmartX Advisory. Aaron, thanks for being here.
1: Hey, Craig. Uh, Thanks a lot. I appreciate uh, being on your show.
0: Fantastic. Where are you calling in from?
1: So I'm calling in from uh, the sunny South Florida, uh, downtown West Palm Beach.
0: Uh, People who live in New Jersey like me are are definitely jealous of uh, people like you this time of year.
1: Uh, absolutely and the, the funny thing about it is that uh, we have no idea what snow feels like every time i see snow i'm like what a, what a foreign uh, concept uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's nice to get cold every every now and then
0: yeah you you go you, you go for a nice visit and uh it's exactly. you your fill of cold and then you're right back where you started cool can you please give us a 30-second elevator pitch for smartx advisory
1: Yeah, so SmartX uh, is a managed account technology platform that powers growth and scale for asset managers, fintech firms, custodians, uh, advisory firms, and camps. Um, We fit really well into that section of the fintech map uh, where you have us, which is uh, portfolio management trading and rebalancing. Uh, We really believe strongly uh, that uh, advisors' practice management can be transformed through managed accounts uh, so we built our portfolio management engine to be uh, sleeve-based from the beginning uh, to support uh, managed accounts. Uh, we have model managers who use our uh, manager portal uh, or APIs to update models in our marketplace, uh, and uh, you know we we do the full cycle of of trading uh, for our clients. And we we really want to be uh, the foundation of managed account innovation. Uh, providing that full trading uh, life cycle from ingesting the data, reconciling the accounts, uh, trading the accounts, and then giving that data uh, back to the advisors uh, as uh, reporting and data. Uh, there's a lot of peripheral uh, technologies and uh, uh, features and functionality that goes into that, and that's adjacent to our core core focus. But uh, that's essentially uh, what we do.
0: One thing I found interesting about the way you're positioning uh, SmartX is you refer to yourselves as a financial technology firm, a fintech, rather than a TAMP. So wh- why do you do that, and what's your uh, your, your advantage in that?
1: So, uh, you know, as you know, the the marketplace for financial services firms and Tamps is is very wide, mm-hmm. and and we we are a technology company, uh, you know, foremost. You know, we. Specialize in you know, a strong software engineering firm uh, with uh, a real core focus on our core competencies. Now, we do have what I call our out-of-the-box experience, which is a TAMP uh, for all intents and purposes. Uh, we are API-focused, but we are not headless like some other platforms uh, because we do provide an experience that advisors and managers can log into Uh, And to be honest, we are really good at our user interfaces. So what we do is we want to integrate, we can integrate via APIs, but we can also integrate using uh, web components, for example, Mm -hmm. where if you want to use our tax aware uh, rebalancer, uh, and you're, it's a pretty advanced integration to do, but you could take our our web components, which is our rebalancer, take it and embed it into uh, your uh, core infrastructure.
0: Uh, I would love to do that if I was an a advisory firm, wealth management firm. So what makes it easy to integrate your core components into my infrastructure? How would I go about doing that?
1: One of the, I think, the benefits of, of how we came about uh, is that we've really grown this from the ground up to be focused on the advisor needs. So we grew through engineering. Uh, we, we did not acquire any technology. Uh, we, we hire engineers. We have about 50 uh, engineers uh, throughout the country who are, who are working every single day full-time for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we are uh, focused on those integrations. So when we look at uh, you know, a, a new technology that we're building, we say, okay, well, how can we make this as straightforward and open as possible? So we use open, obviously, technologies so from like OAuth for authentication to REST-based APIs, uh, you know we have open API specifications or Swagger docs uh, for engineers to to use to reference our APIs. Um, and you know, creating an API or creating an API integration is not uh, it's not easy, right? There is work that needs to go into creating those integrations, but you know it is the the way of the future for sure. And the value that you're going to bring to your asset management firm is going to be you know very, very much bigger to create uh, integration as opposed to just a single sign-on uh, connection, for example.
0: Hmm. I like that. Uh, I like the sounds of that. So what are some of the underlying technologies um, that you're you're working with? And you had mentioned before that you are open architecture. So can you give me an example of that and then talk about some of the technologies you're using to drive and power that?
1: Sure. So uh, you know, our our core partner uh, is AWS. And uh, I personally am a, a big fan of AWS. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel like their, their strategies, uh, the way that they run their company is, is very similar to us, the way they drive their product. Uh, so when we think about how... Uh, SmartX is going to run. We think about serverless. We think about unlimited uh, scale. Uh, we think about how can we make this in a way that we can really take, uh, you know, the the pressure off of our clients, so they don't have to worry about their technology, but it can run with us on our AWS platform. Mm-hmm. So that's one example, and I, I missed the rest of your question.
0: Uh, so in terms of the um... The being open architecture, you know, everyone says they support it. How do you? Uh, how does it manifest itself with your business? And what are some of the advantages you found from working with AWS?
1: So open architecture, you know, it is a buzzword uh, that everyone likes to use. Um, so the way I see it is, I see us as providing a very specific service, which is. Uh, you know, we, we do the, the UMA uh, managed account trading uh, for financial advisors or TAMPs. Um, we are not opinionated about the other uh, services that the advisor uses. And I think that's a key. Uh, other, other firms, you know, they, they, they have an open architecture. They bundle services, right? So they pick that CRM that, that they want their clients to use or they pick uh, the risk management software where they do all the different things, uh, we assume that uh, each of our clients are going to use either you know, a, a firm that they partner with, some tool that they created internally, and, and we're, we're very happy to, to integrate uh, into, into their platform. Uh, and when we're not opinionated as to you know, where does the portfolio come that they're sending into our engine to, mm-hmm. to create uh, an account with. So, so that's that's how I see open architecture. Really, not being opinionated about the other tools that uh, integrators are using, but also, you know, we don't want to be, you know, we don't need to be out in front. So, you know, a lot of our clients, you know, we're just running uh, in the background, uh, doing doing our job. Uh, some clients they use their out-of-the-box experience for their advisors, so the advisors are actively logging onto SmartX, but others we just power their interface. So they can own that user interface. They can own uh, that personal kind of experience that they have with their clients. They can leverage technology that they've built over the years, Mm -hmm. and and we just do our thing, uh, which is focusing on on that managed account side.
0: That's important. You got to focus. It's you've got to really focus. So, with along with open architecture, one important part is integrations, and you're not going to be able to integrate without APIs, and this is a a topic near and dear to our heart here at Ezra Group um, with wealth tech Integration Score Research. So can you talk a bit about some of the integrations you guys have built, the underlying architecture, how you put it together, and your strategy around integrations?
1: So we, we integrate with firms that help us to... We integrate with the firms that will move the needle to help us to do our job better. Uh, and some of the, the examples are uh, Flyer Technologies, uh, who we use to deliver our trades and provide an OMS experience for our uh, clients. Uh, so, so they're another AWS partner, um, and 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 we've done a great integration with them. Uh, and again, AWS, uh, our our custodians, we we integrate directly with them, so that uh, you know we can easily get the information that we need from them. Uh, in a a timely manner, and generally, our reconciliation is done, again, to the sleeve level uh, by 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Now, when it comes to third-party tools, uh, that's something that would be uh, integrated to our out-of-the-box experience, right? So, if someone uh, is using the -the out-of-the-box experience, then they may be uh, wanting to integrate that with uh, third-party tools. So, our first integration was with Black Diamond, uh, and that was... Uh, actually at the very beginning of our SmartX journey. Uh, And that's been a very good integration. Uh, But at this point, you know, our focus is really to get the data into our clients' hands. Because when we give that data to the clients, they can take that data, they can carve it up, they can ingest it into their data warehouse. You know, they can merge it with, you know, their clients' real estate holdings or other components of the picture that we don't have. And then they can send all of that into uh, their reporting uh, system of choice. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's one of the things when it comes to specialization, you know, when, when our clients say, Hey, I've got all these different things that I want to put on the report. How can I get that data to you so that you can put it into the feed that you send to our reporting venue? Uh, our take is a little different. Our take is well, you have that data, we're going to send you your managed account data, and then you can put that data together and send it on to the reporting venue. Uh, and that means that we do what we do and you know all the other different components do their job and it, it becomes that open architecture system. So we don't want to be uh, the hub, we want to be a spoke and be sending all the information back into the hub so that you can make the decisions that you need to make that are gonna make a difference for your business.
0: One part that I find uh, very helpful is when you're working with the same cloud provider that some of your partners are, as you mentioned, uh, Morningstar and Flyer are both AWS clients, and that just makes it easier for you to work with them.
1: Yeah, so uh, you know we're an enterprise uh, customer of, of AWS, and when when you work uh, with another firm that is also committed to AWS, uh, you know like Morningstar or Flyer, uh, you can benefit from not just the technologies that. That the cloud provides, but also uh, the the leadership that the cloud provider has. So, you know, as an example, you know, we have our technical account manager at AWS. You know, they can point us to products that that we can use that we may have not even thought of. Uh, we have solutions huh. architects that we can take advantage of, and we can we can wire up uh, kind of cloud to cloud interfaces uh, that will provide you know really really nice ways to integrate uh, with our clients. And now, of course, if you're not in the AWS cloud, you know we'll use standard uh, rest- based or file-based interfaces to get you the data you need. Uh, but being on that same cloud platform uh, really helps uh, you know both from speaking the same language uh, to you know making sure that your security is buttoned down uh, and getting the data as as quick as we can out.
0: When well, you mentioned um, other tools, what other what other tools did they? tell you about that you weren't using before that you're using now
1: well we love we love serverless mm-hmm. so we love being able to to turn a dial uh, and enable uh, additional resources on demand mm-hmm. so the one that I really like is their step functions uh, which is oh. essentially uh, serverless coding so you know AWS has uh, different levels of of how close you are to that bare metal. So, you know, it sort of started out with the EC2, which is their compute cloud, and then it went up to uh, Fargate, which is their Docker based uh, cloud. But then they have Lambdas, and then even above that is Step Functions. Uh, and that really allows us to innovate quickly because you can create, uh, not just create quickly, but you can view every different loop that's happening in real time, get pointed to uh, logs in real time uh, get a lot of information that that you need. Mm-hmm. So that is truly uh, you know cloud serverless computing uh, and I, I like it. it's very very neat.
0: I understand that does that would make a lot of sense. The um, regarding the um, these tools, how do they help with some key processes? in your platforms, for example, onboarding, how do your APIs, your integrations, your work with, um, uh, you know, serverless technology support and better support your, your
1: onboarding. So on- onboarding is, is a unique, uh, situation because it's, it's both an operational task as well as, you know, uh, technology, integration. So Generally, how uh, onboarding works on SmartX is uh, we'll do the integration with, uh, with your custodian. So if you're at Fidelity, just put our G number on your account. Um, and, and what we do on our side is we have this concept of enterprises. And it's a, it's a multi-layer a parent-child uh, structure. Mm-hmm. And we basically just tag uh, the, the enterprise with a G number or whatever type of uh, identifier you're using at your custodian. And then when, when the accounts come into our system, they automatically get assigned to the right place. All the settings get set up. Uh, and that happens uh, in real time as uh, the account data comes in. So generally in the morning, uh, what you'll do is you'll log into your screen and you'll see all your accounts that, uh, that came in the night before uh, waiting there for you. So that's that's the ongoing uh, account onboarding. But when it comes to uh, client onboarding, especially when it comes to the APIs and getting everything set up, we have a, we have a whole another process for that, um, and that's what I like to uh, refer to as the advisor modernization journey. Uh, and that's you know what we've been through multiple times, uh, you know, with both uh, enterprise clients and uh, standard advisors, uh, and that starts off with our. Uh, out of the box experience. so and when when we did it with Morningstar, it was about a three month period uh, where we uh, took them off of APL, we trans and I don't know what the number of accounts was, but it was over hundred thousand accounts. we we migrated over to the Smartex platform, set them up, and got them trading. Uh, and we've we've done some even faster where we're we're moving accounts over, we're setting everything up and and we're getting trading uh, you know very quickly. Uh, and that process, you know, it it, it is a real uh, integration effort. Uh, but I think with with our services team, who do a great job, uh, you know, understanding our platform, understanding how how they're set up, they're able to take their, you know, whatever it is, their firm hierarchy, uh, map it out into the SmartX structure, and uh, get get people moving uh, very quickly. Uh, so, you know, we've we've been very uh, happy with with how that's all worked out for us. Uh, and the work that we've put into uh, all of the technology that's supporting uh, the onboarding of our clients, uh, and and with every new client we bring on, we're, we're just getting better and better.
0: Those are not easy conversions. No, which is different. Morningstar, it's not. It's a non-trivial task. Um, what are some of the thing lessons learned from doing that conversion?
1: So, well, there is the the speaking the same language part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the true understanding of you know what services you know are 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 our job, what services are your job, and and when you're mm-hmm. coming off of something that's you know a monolithic like APL, uh, there's a lot of a lot of you know when they built that platform, they assumed that they were going to be owning 100% of the data. Mm-hmm. Uh, the data goes into APL, they make all their decisions. Uh, And then, you know, if you want the data, you can, you can, uh, you know, request it from the APL gods and you'll get a report with that data back (laughs) to you. Um, But with SmartX, we're kind of different. You give us the information that we need to to do our business and, you know, we do our business and we send that back to you. So there are decisions that need to be made as to, Hey, how, how are we going to store all this data that was before just, you know, taken care of by our previous system. Uh, But those decisions, uh, that a company's making about how to manage uh, their data it just becomes some of the most important and core decisions that can be made uh, for a firm uh, who's, who's trying to modernize with uh, with an API uh, based open architecture approach. So I think, you know, that was a, that was a great integration. We, uh, uh, we made you know, some really, really good decisions. Uh, we made, uh, we made the right decisions and, uh, and we're, you know, we've been now, I guess it's about two years uh, that we've been been managing that book of business.
0: That is fantastic. I mean, that's really the way you want it to run. Uh, you mentioned data, and I want that, that leads me into my next topic, data management. Can you talk about some of the ways SmartX is managing data and some of the underlying technologies you're using uh, for data management?
1: So, um, a lot of what we've built uh, is, is internal to SmartX. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we mentioned uh, the, uh, the enterprises, which is really kind of the first core of uh, our ring fencing of taking the accounts and putting them within these ring fences so that we can be 1,000% sure that our clients are getting access to the data that they need uh, and and nothing else. Uh, but then we have you know we have uh, ways to to assign models to accounts, for example, uh, where you know we can have two different clients. We have a model marketplace, but each client you know has the models that they choose. So someone might want our full uh, slate of over you know 2,000 different managers. Other people may only need the 15 managers that they want their clients to use. So that's all internally managed. Uh, to to give that experience uh, both to the client's interface as well as via APIs. Uh, Being able to use tools that give us insight into like how data is changing, where data is coming from, uh, especially when you have API clients, uh, that makes a real difference. So as as a client is, or as an API integrator is going through their their system, they're firing off thousands of accounts, thousands of calls to make Mm -hmm. changes to accounts. Um, so on our side, we have to not only manage uh, that flow of data that's coming in, but also make sure that we have the controls in place uh, so that we can you know, evaluate the data make sure that uh, it, all, it all reconciles on our side. Because, you know, when when trading turns on, we're going to you know, we have a trade trading engine and we're going to start making trades based on those API calls that mm-hmm. the advisor makes. Uh, I think that's one of the things that's that's kind of unique. About our APIs, like we've I've looked through a whole lot of different APIs from different clients, and you know generally they're not really trading APIs. They're you know, APIs to, to manage accounts, to set up things, to, to fire off emails, to do this and do that. But with SmartX, like you make an API call to change a target, you know immediately that will drop into your rebalancer, so you can go and say, okay, well now you're on a different model. Now you have to make these trades, and then they can send another API call that says, hey. You know, uh, I approve this rebalance request, and then immediately your trades are being made on your behalf. So we really do provide that full slate of end-to-end uh, effort that you know the advisor is used to having to do uh, by themselves. Now it can be completely automated uh, through the APIs.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Um, when you have the um, your analytics, your data warehousing. Um, for your data management. what are the, What's the technology you're using for that? Why'd you pick it? And what are some of the benefits of that?
1: So, and I'm, uh, I, I keep forgetting the name of AWS's uh, tool that they use for their, their data visualization. Um, but we're big fans of it. Uh, give me one second, I'll pull it up. Um, hold on.
0: QuickSight?
1: QuickSight, thank you very much. <laughs> so we're, we're huge fans of QuickSight. Uh, QuickSight's the core of our uh, our data warehouse visibility uh, technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what that does is it allows uh, our data engineers to to manage the dashboards. Uh, but then what we've done for for some of our tools, like our manager analytics uh, portal, is we've uh, basically reached into QuickSight and we render those screens in our client portals. So when the, the manager is looking through all their analytic data, what they're seeing is the QuickSight screens and dashboards within uh, SmartX uh, user interface. So it's, it's just another integration that we do uh, to, to get that data. So we don't need to use our JavaScript engineers to go in and code graphs. That all is done with our data engineers right. who are creating the interfaces uh, and, and that will be, as we move forward, a bigger part of our, our view. Now, when we uh, when we started on that journey with QuickSight, I wasn't 100% uh, convinced that that was the right technology. Uh, so we we looked at a lot of different things, uh, you know, from I think SciSense to uh, you know all the, all the different tools that we had. Uh, but we we did keep coming back to to AWS because. Uh, it was a really good tool. It was focused on apis and also the the pricing aspect made it very, very feasible for us to embed it into our platform and then you know show it to all of our users uh, without breaking the bank um, So uh, that's our visualization engine. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, neat technology that that uses to be able to to pull all the analytics data out of redshift uh, but but essentially, you know, our data comes uh, in our main databases and then flows through a data warehouse uh, into uh, Redshift and then is uh, visualized uh, and delivered to our clients using QuickSight.
0: For those of us, so those are the people who are listening who aren't familiar with Redshift, can you explain what that is and what you're using it for?
1: Sure. So, so Redshift is, is a data warehouse. And it's a database that is uh, structured differently uh, to be able to give people who query it the ability to query much, much larger data sets. Mm. Uh, and those data sets could be, you know, uh, petab- petabytes of data. So as we as we grow, we're we're trying to make sure that we get the right tools in place mm. so that, uh, regardless of our scale, uh, we'll be able to, uh, you know, get our clients the uh, the data that they need, and they won't have to worry about their technology because you know we're working with AWS and the the you know large data uh, mm-hmm. technologies that that they need to to fulfill the needs.
0: That's excellent. Yeah, I always like hearing what's going on behind the scenes and how things are working and what the specific technologies are. I think a lot of people in the audience also are interested in hearing this. And, you know, Aaron, this time just flies, man. We are out of time. Where can people listening find more information about SmartX?
1: Um, you can go over to smartxadvisory.com. Uh, that's our, our main website. All the information about what we do uh, is there. We You can email us. You can call us. Uh, we have folks here at our phones uh, waiting waiting to talk to the people who are interested in, in jumping on our platform. Operators
0: are standing by now. They call. are. <laughs> Awesome. And thanks so much for being here.
1: Hey, it's been great talking, Craig. Have a great rest of your week.
0: Hey, it's Craig again. Here are my top three takeaways from this episode. As you heard, SmartX is a managed accounts technology platform aimed at transforming advisor practice management. Um, they refer to themselves as a fintech rather than as a TAMP, although we consider them to be a TAMP because um, they consider themselves a fintech because, of their core software engineering competencies, but we consider them a TAMP because that's how they get paid. They charge uh, basis points, asset-based fees to their clients uh, for fiduciary um, execution, for access to models, uh, and their platform. So it's, to me, they're a TAMP uh, with some good technology. Now, they have an out-of-the-box TAMP experience and are API-focused, although they're not fully headless. I mean, you can't use um, only their APIs and build your own front end uh, because advisors still need to log on to SmartX to open up accounts, but they do have a lot of API capabilities. We dived into their integrations uh, with AWS, Morningstar and Flyer. They're leveraging AWS heavily, uh, especially serverless like step functions for innovation and scaling, shared AWS partnerships, and uh, they were early adopters of Redshift uh, database for performance querying. Alright, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. If you reached the end of another episode, please go to our website, EzraGroup.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage, and sign up for our newsletter. Once a month you receive an email chock full of wealth management goodness, news, information, and updates. You will not be disappointed. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all again next time.